Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, der Bundesliga-Podcast. I'm Manu Feth, ich Stefan Bienkowski und Stefan, how's it going? Yeah, not bad at all. Um, pretty crazy week uh, for us. <laughs> not just yeah. German football fans or German football, but just football in general. Uh, feels like half the proposed deals for this summer have been done in the last two or three days. Uh, so keeping yeah. us on our toes, that's for sure. Yeah. I I think yesterday, that was all yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was Wednesday. We were recording this on a Thursday. So yesterday was Wednesday. Um we had a nice relaxed start. There were some rumors about Messi, so I, I wrote a little bit about that. And I think then we had something on McAllister, and then that, that seemed like it was a done deal. And then all of a sudden it was like, bang, bang, bang. Bellingham was announced. Uh, the Messi's rumors started heating up. That was then announced. And I, you know, I kind of feel bad for Liverpool who had to wait till today because I'm pretty sure they were proposing to announce everything yesterday as well and with everything else going on we're like well we should probably wait so <laughs> yeah not to mention poor west ham who won a european trophy and it just got completely wait, overshadowed they want something I, I what i do know is that declan rice is a transfer target but um <laughs> <laughs> sources have told me that you were sitting in the pub cheering west ham on that's what i heard what was that that <laughs> no, but I can't, Actually, I, can't, my... I, can't, I can't reveal my sources, obviously. Uh, well, what is true is that I did, there was a there was a, a round of betting and I actually did say that West Ham was going to win. Um, I tip, my tip was 2-0 for West Ham. Uh, almost close. I also want to add, though, that I wanted Fiorentina to win, but I am realistic enough to know... <laughs> <laughs> when the team is better than another one. Um, so, yeah. But I think, you know what? We will probably mention Deacon Wrights at some point during the show because this is the show about Jude Bellingham. And that is the, probably would have been the biggest deal of this week if a certain Lionel Messi hadn't joined Inter Miami. Um, but, you know, in its entirety, and I think in terms of maybe future impact, this could be the most interesting transfer of the summer and Stefan, we need to break it down, right? It was um, Dortmund, and I think your newsletter really described this really well. You wrote a newsletter on Bellingham um, and what it means for Borussia Dortmund, and we'll, we'll go and get into that because I think it's really quite fascinating. But I think what is um, really fascinating about this deal in particular is that Dortmund announced this on the stock exchange, right? Um, as you framed. Um, put together by their legal team in the most unemotional manner possible. Um, and the deal is 103 million euros straight up, right? Which seems slow. Um, but then when you include all the add-ons, it grows to just over 130 million euros. Add-ons are always a little tricky, right? Because like they break down into easy to reach, not so easy to reach, and hard to reach. 
uh, the easy to reach uh, without knowing what they are, but they're usually something like has played 25 goals in La Liga, uh, games in La Liga, has scored 15 goals in La Liga, has won a title in La Liga. Then there's the a little bit harder ones, which is like has won a Champions League, has played 50 games in the Champions League, that sort of stuff. And then the really hard ones are usually like has won a Ballon d'Or, right? Um, that's usually what those add-ons, how they come down to. Um, it is pretty close to, I think, when it come, when you break it all down. And I think, what was it, fourth biggest transfer um, if all add-ons are reached and 14th biggest in the history for a 19... I mean, we're talking about a 19-year-old player here. Um, it comes... It's a little short, I think, of what many expected, but I think it is right in there where Bellingham's worth sits when you break it all down at the end of the day. But crazily enough, still not quite as much as Barcelona ended up paying for Usman Dembele, which again, just, <laughs> I mean, the poor guy probably doesn't need any more shade thrown at him after what he's gone through at Barcelona, but yeah, it really kind of puts that deal into perspective when you think about it, which was, gosh, was six, seven years ago now. So, um, yeah, look, it's, Probably more or less what we were expecting. I tweeted at the time, I think um, David Ornstein kind of tweeted out the news and he, he quoted the 100 million euro figure and not to suggest that he wasn't right or he didn't know his Tom, of course, far from it. Um, but I did I did kind of say like, that doesn't seem quite right if it's just 100 million euros because it's it's well off what Dortmund had been saying for some time that they wanted for the players. So yeah, let's be honest, when it comes to Real Madrid, these add-ons are almost certainly going to be met. There'll be clauses about winning the league title or getting to a Champions League final. Uh, there might even be further ones beyond that in terms of, you know, uh, if he wins the Ballon d'Or, for example, which might not even be included in this deal. So we never know if it could eventually maybe reach 150. Um, but even if it tops out 135, I think it's still a very good price for him because, you know, it's easy to kind of get... Um, drawn up in the buzz around Bellingham. Um, you know, we watch him week in, week out. We know exactly, you know, how impressive he is, how much talent he has, how much potential he has. But, you know, we're not talking about... Um, we're not talking about... I'm trying to think of, like, probably the most proven player in the world right now, and the most, like, kind of... Well, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. It's, it's not like buying Harry Kane. And what I mean by that is... It's not a player who's doing who's done it for the last seven or eight seasons. It's not a player who's Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.